0: Welcome to our Mental Health Services Connecting Badgers podcast. My name is Mary Eldridge. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a survivor services provider with mental health services at UHS. I am one of your hosts today.
1: Thanks, Mary. I am Casey Tice, an LPC. Um I use she, her, and hers pronouns. I am um, a counselor who works as an access specialist and care manager at UHS. Hello
2: everyone, and thank you Casey and Mary. My name is Liz Westcott Barton, I use she, her, hers pronouns, and I'm a licensed professional counselor who works as an access specialist and
1: care manager also. Uh, It's important to note that this podcast does not replace mental health treatment um, and should not be considered mental health treatment. If you are interested in learning more about uh, mental health care at UHS, you can web book a confidential access appointment through our UHS portal. There is
2: no problem too small to schedule an access appointment. Access specialists are here to discuss your concerns and assist you in getting connected to mental health services and resources. If you have any questions about meeting with an access specialist, you can call MHS mental health services at our front desk, 608-265-5600 option number
1: two, and we'll be
2: happy to answer any questions that you might have before you schedule.
1: Or, if you would prefer to get connected to a provider outside of UHS, we can assist with this as well. Um, You can access 24-7 crisis resources if in a mental health emergency. Those include the UHS Crisis Line, which is 608-265-5600, option number 9. And please do call 911 in, in an emergency.
0: Great! Thank you, team um uh, so as you all probably remember from last time we did an activity with our host jamie um uh, called yoga shake off um uh, how was it for you all um uh, did you do you have any insight um uh, did you have any like experiences related to it how did it go for you
2: for me it was so funny because i noticed myself doing it more during like last week and even earlier today when i was like noticing feeling a little bit more muscle tension and I was like oh doing that yoga shake off thing from our podcast and so yeah. I always just find it funny how you know you do these activities and then they just become kind of integrated in it as part of your routine without even maybe noticing it um, so I really enjoyed that part.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep definitely good to mentally transition out of those many calls and things like that that we're doing and I also noted after doing it too you do feel kind of that energy flow even just from doing a little bit there's like that kind of neat tingliness that comes with it too I enjoyed. It's great.
0: Yeah, I totally felt that, um, that tingly Mm -hmm. um, feeling in your hands and your and your fingers. So I really appreciate that sensation. um, Because it does feel like releasing that tension from like, generally from my shoulders, um, out through my fingers.
2: And I think for me, like bringing awareness to like the physical aspect of like stress or like whatever it is that I'm experiencing it that I totally block out or don't pay attention to, um, I think that's just really, really helpful, brings a new context.
0: Great. We hope that our listeners also found it helpful. Um, We will continue providing additional tools and skills um, throughout our future episodes as well. So should we get started? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's great. Awesome. So what we had in mind for today was after having such a great podcast about the, um, uh, the access team and access services or access appointments, um, uh, we thought we kind of like would go over um, uh, just all of the different services that mental health um, uh, services provides. In um, that way, as you are hopefully scheduling an access appointment, you have an idea as to like what you may be looking for. And what would be a good option for you? Um, your, your needs are important um, uh, and we try to have a variety of services to meet them. And so I think
2: a good first question would be kind of talking about what are the available services I call? I have an access appointment. I know we talked a little bit really briefly about these things last time, but what are some ways to get connected if I wanted to see someone?
1: Um, in looking at things like individual counseling, um, let's maybe take a look at that and what that looks like at UHS. So once you've had your access appointment, um, you would get scheduled for uh, what's called an SC, so a scheduled consultation with someone. Um, these appointments are 50, 60 minutes um, with that provider. Um, go into detail. Yeah, so-
2: I think for individual counseling, you know, it's good to note that there are kind of different ways in which you can interact with an individual counseling provider. If it's a one-time kind of concern, maybe you're having a concern and you're just feeling a little bit stressed or you have an upcoming test, and it's not part of like a larger concern that you're experiencing, you could come in and talk to someone for a one to two-time single session, get some resources, some coping skills, just to see what it's like maybe to talk to a member of our staff get connected to that ongoing counseling where you could see someone um, with our current model up to 10 sessions in a year, up to 20 sessions total in your time as a UW-Madison student, Um, typically senior provider once every two to three weeks. We, of course, have urgent and crisis services that we can get you connected to one on one if you need to see someone sooner or need just maybe a little bit more care in those ways. Um, And so those are the ways in which folks can interface kind of with the individual piece. We also do couples counseling where each member of a couple will um, do their own access appointment separate away from the other person and then they'll probably meet with two different providers who will consult with the couples coordinator and refer them in for couples counseling if everything seems like it would be a good fit for our services. We might refer folks out to services or even refer them to their own individual counseling first. Um, We have a whole host of groups we have individual services for like behavioral health. If you're you know, meeting with someone in medical, you might get referred to behavioral health to see a provider one-on-one. Um, or access can refer you for concerns with sleep or smoking cessation. Um, you can also have a wellness session where you focus more on different holistic pieces of your health and mental health. And usually those are set up like single sessions too. So there's a lot of ways in which you can uh, you know, talk one-on-one with a provider. I'm wondering, Mary, if you'd feel comfortable sharing a little bit about Survivor Services and what those resources are like.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Liz for and, and Casey, for such a great overview of all their services. Um, uh, regarding sur- Survivor Services, um, uh, so what we do is that we serve students who have experienced intimate partner violence, meaning sexual assault, sexual harassment, stalking, dating or domestic violence, um, uh, whether that happened while they were on campus as a student or before even arriving to campus. Um, uh, Amongst the services that we provide, we have of course um, individual counseling um, and our model is a little different from general mental health services because we do not have a session limit. Mm -hmm. We do um, uh, try to find a balance with the the students um, uh, between what they need, what they're looking for, and not having a session cap. Our focus is trauma work. Um, So we try to kind of like stay um, uh, working on the trauma while seeing the individual holistically, Mm -hmm. um, but the root of um, the treatment should be still trauma. Mm -hmm. We also have support groups. We have Advocacy and accompaniments, meaning that we can go with students to different appointments, whether it is like meeting with a professor, meeting with a dean of students, um, uh, or a dean of college, um, if they feel like they need some support in navigating how to convey their needs, advocating for themselves, and also what the system can provide, we can definitely assist them with that. We also have information on referral services. Um, which are a one-time session that can be accessed by anyone, affiliated to campus or not. Um, And they can get some support on, sometimes we we may hear folks asking about how to support a survivor in their lives, um, or how to navigate, let's say, a legal system and things like that. And even though we're not attorneys or doctors, we do, try, we do know how the system works in regards to reporting and things like that. And we can assist in figuring those pieces out with the students. We also have accommodations. Um, uh, so we can reach out to professors and request flexibility for students who have experienced intimate partner violence. And they are a little different from McBurney accommodations, but um, uh, they still serve the same purpose. And we finally have open access or or drop-in hours, which at the moment with, of course, everything that's happening with the pandemic, we don't have any open access running right now. But we're hoping that when we have services on campus again, we can still have some of those hours. We're also thinking about what that would look like for the fall so that we still have Um, uh, some unscheduled time with students that may want to get to um, uh, work with us or have some questions about their processes and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. we will update you all.
2: (laughs) That sounds wonderful, Mary. Thank you so much for sharing. And Mm -hmm. I know, of course, being an access specialist that we are one way that we can connect folks to survivor services. Are there other ways that folks can get connected
0: right now or is it primarily through us? Yeah, thank you for asking. So students can always reach us by emailing our survivor services account, and that is survivor services at uhs that whisk edu. And in that way, we can check those emails and right away get them connected to the the service that they are looking for. Um, um, we ask that. Students provide us with like a brief idea as to like what services you're looking for, if they have any like availability, flexibility within the week, and also if they have any provider preference. You do not have to share any details about your experience on that email. Um, that is something that you can navigate um, later on at an appointment with um, a, a provider.
2: Thank you for sharing that.
0: And I know, so we've talked a little bit about individual, we've talked a little bit
2: about survivor services. We haven't talked as much about um, kind of our outreach efforts, our online e-health services and kind of group.
1: Yeah, so, and part of the thing too I wanted to talk about is how things have changed in this time because everything has changed during this time. Um, And so it's summer semester and I know we're in the midst of COVID pandemic. We're doing um, groups through Zoom this summer. and then appointments uh, of, in other types can also be uh, potentially Zoom or phone appointments. I just wanted to put that out there. Um, in terms of groups and things that we have going this time right now, we have, um, let's see, we have our interpersonal processing groups, but we also have identity uh, spaces and um, identity-based groups as well. Um, so, things like student of color focus, uh, Latinx groups, LGBTQ, TGNC groups. Um, look into those. You can find uh, more group offerings and descriptions on our websites. Um, we are trying to add more at different times. Um, processing spaces, too, are some things we're also looking at um, adding more of. Um, and so, processing spaces were also done through Zoom. Um, they were more along the lines of um, just confidential support spaces for students just to really um, connect um, in these social distanced times. So those were also nice places be on the lookout on our website for us to add more of those options. Now,
2: do you have to be in the state of Wisconsin to be able to attend one of those processing spaces?
1: Not for the processing spaces. So here's where the, the complications come in. You do for groups, since group is considered mental health treatment and there's often, um, concerns along state lines and um, only treating within the bounds of each state Um, you would have to be within the bounds of wisconsin to get the group treatment um, and most of the mental health services in wisconsin Um, do reach out to us though talk to us there's options um, especially like those things like those processing spaces
2: another thing we haven't mentioned are some of our kind of we don't call them specialty space specialty services that's my kind of word for them but for folks who are having concerns with alcohol or other drug concerns with um, eating concerns we do have resources for those folks as well um, we have different consultations and assessments that they can have with providers and of course individual counseling i think it's important to call that piece out as well we also do some mental health assessments we do some adhd screeners really briefly for folks if they just want to kind of see if a more ongoing neuropsych test would be worth worthwhile for their money or their time Um, and so we also do assessment for folks who want to know what what a mental health um, diagnosis might be that they might have but oftentimes those folks come from individual counseling referrals because most of the time I think and tell me if I'm wrong but I think a counselor can usually start to get that picture and then it's more for folks who are maybe not sure what their diagnosis is or they're in between a couple and anyway just another resource Mm -hmm. that we offer for folks to help them
1: clarify things I'm wondering so if I call access do I just get scheduled with anybody if I if I'm good fit for counseling how do you how do you fit me with the right person like how does that work do I get to choose that's a lovely question
2: I think for me, that's definitely a conversation that I want to have with students is, do you have any preferences? You know, is there something that you really liked about the therapist that you met in the past? Or is this your first time in counseling? And you're not quite sure, but you know you want to meet with someone who identifies in a certain way. Maybe you prefer someone who identifies as male or female or gender nonconforming, or you prefer to meet with a provider who identifies as a person of color or a member of the LGBTQ plus community there are a lot of different you know provider identities that we have on staff and a lot of intersections of those identities and we'd be happy to get you connected to someone that would feel like a good fit with that being said of course we don't have everyone with every identity and so that can be really tough but we definitely 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 try I cannot emphasize it enough that we want to get you connected to someone who feels like a good fit we know how important fit is in therapy it's like my number one priority um, so we will definitely try to get you connected to someone who can be a good fit. And the good news, I guess, is if you find that it's not a good fit, you can come back through Access, meet with me again. I want to make
0: things right. We'll get you connected to somebody else if it's not a good fit. I appreciate so much you saying that, Liz. Um, uh, and also, I appreciate our efforts to like have services that are culturally inclusive um, uh, and where students can feel like they belong. Um, So I really appreciate how we have services that are, um, or providers that have a specific focus, um, um, like providers of color and also our trans health services um, and the gender identity consult. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So those are really wonderful um, uh, services that we offer. And even though our time is limited in terms of navigating all of the services that we offer, Mm -hmm. um um, also explanations can be found on our website so if the listeners are finding themselves struggling a little bit with our brief explanation we're more than happy to receive suggestions about wanting to go more in depth about certain services or interviewing certain providers and also you have our website as well Mm -hmm. to find some uh, information Totally. And call
2: us on the access team too. like we'd be happy to check in with you and discuss all of these things in more detail and answer your questions. It is literally what we are there for. <laughs> we exist because there are so many resources and we know that and we are here to help you navigate that.
0: It seems like maybe a really good question right now to um, kind of like start wrapping up would be if students' parents would have access to um, uh, their platform, their MyUHS platform, and see what services you're seeking or engaging in.
2: Yeah, so we would encourage that students don't share their MyUHS information to maintain their own confidentiality. Parents are really only involved and will only know you're seeking services if you request them to be by signing a release of information for us. Um, Other instances are if there's an imminent threat to your life or the life of others, if there's reason to believe that involving a parent is important to ensuring your safety. Um, of course, you know, sometimes if they're an emergency contact, they might be contacted. It doesn't mean we will contact them, though. Um, folks are really only contacted um, when it's an emergency, when it's an extreme measure and we need to break confidentiality to keep someone safe.
0: Thank you so
1: much for that mm-hmm. information. That yeah. a lot. And and really, if we are not a good fit for you, if you know. It's you do not want to pursue services here at UHS. There's always care management so we can find um, wherever you are. If that's in Madison, different community, um, we will help um, either go through insurance or just help get you connected anywhere. So as always, reach out to us. What I love about the care management
2: appointment, too, is it's really teaching you the skill of how do I call my insurance? What are all of these like Mm -hmm. weird words that insurance companies use about different pieces and benefits and copays? And it's like a completely different, you know, like new language we have to learn. Um, And so I really like the piece about, you know, being able to kind of learn how to navigate this in the future, because even if it's not right now for mental health services, with the way the world is and with the way Mm -hmm. health insurance is right now, we might have to use it and navigate these systems for a little while longer. And so having an advocate in that process, I think can be really helpful. Exactly. Yes. All
0: right. And and those are like lifelong skills that Mm -hmm. students would put in their pocket and take with them Mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives. Right. Nobody taught me how to call my health insurance.
2: (laughs) I had to figure it out and struggle and learn how to do it as part of a job I had. And so it's like, It's absolutely wild. And I want to make sure that people feel like they have the ability to do that if they need to, (laughs) it's ah. it's (laughs) tough. It's tough.
1: Um, I know we didn't,
2: or weren't able to talk about the online resources as much. Those are all available on our website. We talked about them a little bit in our last podcast, and I'm sure I'd be happy to talk about them again in the future. But right now I know that Mary had a mindfulness skill for us or a grounding skill for
0: us. So if you'd like to share it. Thank you. So, if, if you remember last week or last episode, we kind of talk about talked about the shake off, um, and we kind of like reviewed it again today, and it was like pretty much placing your right hand on your left shoulder and left hand on your right shoulder, and pretty much using the same position. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna tap instead of shake, or or like. Push away and release Mama, um, you're only gonna tap And You're gonna start by tapping one side And then the other One side and then the other One side and then the other And pretty much what this is called is Butterfly Hug oh, And it's a soothing so <laughs> skill So cute <laughs> I agree Mama, um, so it's a soothing skill for activating um, uh, the re- the healing and, and soothing response, natural response of the brain. Um, uh, and why you tap on one side and then the other is because you're activating the brain bilaterally. So both hemispheres are being activated in this way and you're helping your brain achieve this healing um, uh, program healing property by tapping one side and then the other. One really important component about this is that you should be doing it slowly, okay? Um, If you're doing it kind of fast, that may be activating and it may not serve the same purpose. So it is important to do it slowly um, uh, as you're tapping. Another version would be, let's say, tapping on your legs So tap in one leg, then the other leg, one leg, then the other. And both of them are pretty easily accessible. And uh, they're not um, uh, that visible per se. So you can like even do the tapping on your legs while you're sitting in class online and things like that. So there's that tool. Mm -hmm. How did it feel for you all?
2: really nice. I appreciated it. I know I Mm -hmm. laugh that it's a cute name but I do really appreciate the skill and I do I like that it again helps me focus kind of on something else. You know physically focusing on tapping my body which can take me out of my mind and like the stressors that kind of bump around in there. Mm
1: -hmm. It is oddly soothing and I I didn't know why until you had explained it of of where that comes from bilaterally so that's really interesting. Thank you. Yeah Yeah, thank you
0: I I found a really helpful the first time I did it. And now I do it just fairly regularly. Even when I'm laying in bed and I have lots of thoughts going through my mind, I just mm-hmm. tap.
1: Usable awesome. anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. And thank you so much for engaging with me
1: in this. Of course, I hope people practice it. All right. Well, so, um, as always, feel free to tag us using hashtag connecting badgers, uh, anywhere on social media, thoughts, feedback, for topics, questions you'd like to answer. Um, Our next topic, um, I do believe we will be speaking with financial aid to answer some questions, um, burning questions and things that uh, you might have. So please do let us know if there are questions. Yeah. And thank you for listening. And as a reminder, if you are struggling, you can
2: always access our 24-hour crisis line for support, whether you are in Wisconsin or any other state, by calling us at 608- two six five five six zero zero option number nine.
0: Take care. Thanks, let